0: Joe. And this is Ubaldi Brief. Today we're going to talk about the announcement by President Biden stating that he's going to pull all combat troops out of Afghanistan by September 11th of this year. Yeah. So what's
1: the significance behind September 11th? Is it just like anniversary or is it just, is there anything behind it or just, hey? I think he
0: chose that. It could be, and I'm not, I'm just speculating. He could have chose that date because that signifies the beginning of the start, which was going to start the Afghan war, which, which started the month later.
1: Yeah. So what, Is your opinion about him taking the troops out of Afghanistan?
0: I'm against it because there's not a strategy for that. Now, even people could say he's a Democrat. It has nothing to do with political party. I was against Donald Trump doing the same thing because... Our national security community and military communities have always been pursuing a tactical strategy. It's always about, look, we got to get rid of the Taliban. The Taliban is one element of it. The Taliban is part of the whole terror ecosystem in the Afghan-Pakistan area. And I understand why Trump did it when he negotiated with the Taliban. They set a date of May 1st. President Biden's extended it just to give us more time, but we're definitely going to be out by September 11th. The problem is they've never addressed the core issues. We have, there's massive corruption in the Afghan government. That's always been there. But the real problem is the Taliban and a lot of these terror organizations reside in Pakistan, and Pakistan funds these terror groups. They play a duplicitous role. They say they back the United States, but at the same time, they support these terror organizations. And our listeners may have to remember, in 2011, when President Obama launched the strike to kill Osama bin Laden, he was in a Pakistani city that is the home of the Pakistan's military academy, equivalent to our West Point. So they play both sides. They fund the Taliban. They fund the al network, which is another terror organization. Al-Qaeda is there. Elements of ISIS is there. So we've never really established what's our role with Pakistan. How do we get them to stop funding these terror organizations?
1: What's the what's Pakistan's mode for doing something like that? What's their mode of to play both sides?
0: Pakistan looks at Afghanistan as part of of their sovereignty in a way everything pakistan does is a reflection against its arch enemy india so when we send them additional military funding and equipment all that gets used to strengthen its military against afghan against them india pakistan uses afghanistan as like a defense in depth if they went to war with India and India invaded Pakistan, the Pakistani army would fall back and bleed the bleed the Indian army dry mm. as it uses as a base of operations to fall back to. Yeah. But the thing is, Pakistan is more of an army with a country than a country with an army. Its intelligence services are heavily involved in the terror organizations, but they run the the, the government is just a proxy to whatever the military wants.
1: So going back with Biden, why a date? Why give an exact date of when you're going to be completely out? Isn't that kind of just tipping your hat to the enemy of, hey, you have to be good up until September 11th. After that, you could do whatever you want.
0: Well, it is. It gives a win to the Taliban. They know America's pulling out and they're going to consolidate and they're going to eventually replicate what happened at the end of the V when some of our older listeners would remember the American helicopter on the embassy in Saigon, now Ho Chi Minh City. Mm. So what's going to happen is the the Pakistani government is very corrupt, always has been. So they're going to come in and they're going to take go right through to Kabul and they're going to kill anybody that worked with the Americans. And they're going to reinstitute that very harsh Islamic law. So the the problem is our strategy was flawed from the beginning. And what I mean by that is I wrote a paper about our new way forward in Afghanistan when I was getting my master's degree. This was in 2010. Mm. And what I said was what we should have done is flip the country almost like our Articles of Confederation, which that was all the power resided at the the provincial level, Mm. the tribal level not at the, the national level, like in, which is in Kabul. Every empire that went into Afghanistan, from the Persians to Alexander to the Russians, the British, the Mongols, and now us, we always tried to put a centralized government into this tribal system. And it just doesn't work.
1: Is there as much backlash for, from the media? Is there as much backlash coming from the media with Biden pulling out the troops as it was for Trump?
0: No, because on this issue, as among all the other issues, the media doesn't hold Joe Biden accountable. They support whatever he does. They will never ask the tough question.
1: This has probably by far been uh, the longest war for America. Would you agree? Far the longest war. Okay. So 20 years is enough. I would probably just add, I guess maybe not even circumstance, but just, hey, get them out of there. It's just, we were fighting this uphill battle from the start. We were a split where we also went to Iraq. And then now we're withdrawn from Iraq, but we're still in Afghanistan. 20 years is enough. Do I necessarily like the idea of Biden? Biden's the one that pulling out the final troop? No, but I'm pretty sure, you know, Trump would have done the same thing.
0: Trump was going to do the same thing by May 1st, but here's the problem. I agree. We sh- we've been there 20 years. But what we've done is we fought 20 years of one year wars. Everybody comes in, we're going to do this, but they were always a tactical strategy. And we've never really understood the problem is the terror organizations are going to perceive it that they defeated the most powerful superpower on the planet, the United States. And then, so they're going to use that as a recruitment. You'll see, we, we defeated America. We can do this again. And every country around the world knows America lost in Afghanistan. And that's not a reason to stay, but it began in the Bush administration. And when he went in, they did a light footprint. Then they went into nation building. Then we split off when we went into Iraq, but even like Iraq. We went in without a strategy, and we left without a strategy. We went into Afghanistan without a strategy, and we just muddled along. And then Obama comes along and says, we're going to do a surge of forces. And then the next breath said, we're going to pull out. But we kept doing the same thing, a tactical approach with not addressing some of the core issues that I said before is, what do you do with Pakistan? And we just muffed this up. And yeah. if we're going to pull out, and I doubt, I seriously doubt this would happen, when we pull out on September 11th, we really need an overhaul of our national security and military establishment. How did we get to this point? Yeah. Just like in Vietnam, where everybody blamed the political leaders, but the military had a lot to answer for. General Westmoreland put in a very poor strategy. That just didn't work. He used, he put a strategy like we're going to fight the Russians when he was fighting another enemy. And this is the same thing here. General Franks, who commanded U.S. forces when we first went in, did a very poor job of putting a strategy. Rumsfeld has some blame there, too. Mm -hmm. So does Cheney and the Bush administration. But then they, the Obama administration has something to be faulted for. So does the Trump administration.
1: Okay. So that will, after we pull out of Afghanistan, will that end our involvement with the Middle East?
0: The United States will always be there because even though we don't get as much energy from that like we used to, a lot of these fundamental Islamic groups are still there. Mm -hmm. And again, like in the Middle East proper, not just Afghanistan, we haven't fixed the governance issue. A lot of the, I'm not saying we have to do nation building, but we need to work with these governments like in Iraq to get better governance to keep Iran out of them. Yeah. It's a tall order, but not everything needs US troops. It's mm-hmm. just we need to use all elements of our national power, not just military first.
1: So uh, I would think the audience would have a lot of input when it comes to how they think the about this withdrawal. Is it needed or should we keep staying there? And keep fighting and for them to let us know how can they do that?
0: They can do that by going to Reports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. They can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ubaldi Reports. Or they can go to Facebook groups and look up Ubaldi Reports group and leave messages from there. Now we've also started, we're just trying to tweak it. We're live streaming these podcasts. So we just got to get the bugs out now, Joe. We're also doing something. Why don't you tell them that we're gonna what we're going to be start doing shortly.
1: Pretty shortly, we're going to be doing an uncensored podcast called Ubaldi Reports Declassified, and we're going to have that hosted on Patreon. Where, if you would like to hear that episode, you can get it as little as a dollar per episode and you're just going to hear a real uncut very raw very opinionated podcast where john and i can really get into it and how we're feeling about this current administration and then also other things that are going on around the world and that would be coming out soon and we'll let you guys know and then until then everybody have a good day
0: keep listening to the group